This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Word up to my people, everyone. <laughs> Hello. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. We're in for Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And it's time for us to go out to the hotline. We bring in the author of Musings of an Old Sports Writer on Substack. Nobody knows what's going on with the Indianapolis Colts, as well as this guy, Jim Ursay, certainly doesn't know what's going on with the Indianapolis Colts, as well as this guy does. Bob Kravitz joins us on ESPN Radio. Bob, let's start with Jonathan Taylor. The deadline is passed. Where do things stand? Nowhere. Uh, they they stand in the same place they were four or five, six weeks ago. Um, to me, this is the worst outcome possible because now you've got this angry, scowling guy hanging around your locker room, infecting everybody else. Uh, I don't blame him for wanting to take care of his family, uh, but you know the, the fact that he's going to be around at practice, uh, unhappy, it's just not a good look, and you're getting nothing. You're not getting production from him, and you're not getting any return uh, for him. So it's clear to me that the Colts are basically bagging the season. Um, you know, there, there's there's really – I mean, they were going to be a bad team uh, even with Jonathan Taylor, but without him, I think uh, they're, they're setting up as the worst team uh, outside of the Arizona Cardinals. Bob, so so – do you think we've seen the last of Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis? And if that's the case, where does he end up? Yeah, I see no way that uh, this this uh, relationship can be fixed. I think we're far too we're too far down the path for any kind of reconciliation. Um, October thirty first is a trade deadline. I would hope and guess that something would be done at that point. But right now, the Colts are playing good old country hardball, and the result is nothing's happening. And uh, that, that that's just not good for anybody involved, including your rookie quarterback who comes in, you know, with 13 games of college experience. You know, it would have been nice to be able to hand off to Jonathan Taylor and let him run wild in this Shane Sykin, uh, you know, RPO-heavy offense. But that's not going to happen, so you're going to have a bad team, and you're going to have this ominous, toxic cloud that's going to hover over the team uh, for as long as Jonathan Taylor is still here. You can subscribe to Bob Kravitz's Substack, author of Musings of an Old Sports Writer, and you can follow him on social media at B Kravitz, K-R-A-V-I-T-Z. Bob, Jonathan Taylor is officially on the pup list now, so he's definitely going to miss the first four games. Is he, in your mind, is he on the pup list with an injury, or is he on the pup no. list with, with a what, – what's no. – there's no injury here? No. He, he had, he had you, know, you know, I say minor surgery. It's, it's minor when it's somebody else's. But he had relatively minor debridement surgery on his ankle. It was a clean-out sort of thing back in january he said he would be ready he didn't see any problem with ej speed their linebacker had the same thing he was back in a couple of weeks this has been eight months (laughs) so (laughs) i uh, the idea that he's still hurt is absurd um it's just it's just part of the gamesmanship you know i was wondering uh driving today when i heard the word heard word of what's going on 
I was wondering what if they take him off the pup list and start fining him. Uh, but that that's when a player gets the NFLPA involved and says, wait a minute, you're forcing me to play hurt. And it's just, it's just a toxic situation. You talk about it being a toxic situation, Bob, and obviously the anger of Jonathan Taylor. But how much of that is on Jim Ursay, and what should he do after this now that he's on the pub list? Well, I think Jim should get the heck out of the way is what I think he should do and stop. You know, while as a journalist, I love it when he talks because he says outrageous things uh, that make headlines. Uh, if if my if I was a member of the organization and nobody's going to do this, but I would tell him to shut up because he's just making it worse with his public proclamations. Um you know, uh, I think a lot of what he has said has uh, not not gone over well with Jonathan Taylor and his camp. And so you've just got two these two sides are just intractable. Uh, they're both dug in. And, you know, where it goes from here, I don't know. But, um, you know, Jonathan's got to play at least six games uh, this year to accrue that full season of service so that he can become a free agent at the end of the year. So I I suspect that something will get done by October 31st, but I also thought that something would get done by today at 4 o'clock. So what do I know? Yeah, I mean, the Colts, if they want to move on, then they've got to accept whatever the market is. Otherwise, they're just going to be stuck in this limbo for a long time. Bob, the Jonathan Taylor watch continues. Please enjoy being on the front lines. Thank you. No, it's it's a joyful experience. <laughs> Bob Kravitz is the author, Musings of an Old Sports Writer. You can read it on Substack. Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's insurance for motorcycles, for boats, for RVs, for protection on the road, on the water. See how much you can save by going to 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Fan is run on the field. And Acuna, now Acuna goes down. Goodness, this is a mess. I really, I, I couldn't say anything to him because at that point, you know, security was already there and uh, we were already kind of tangled up. A couple of baseball things we've got to do on Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Myron Metcalf, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Highlights there courtesy of 680 The Fan. Um. Ronald Acuna Jr. was in a scary situation last night. He yeah. is uh, now second choice to be the MVP in the National League. He's having a monster year. Remember, he was hurt when the Braves won the World Series in 2019. Yeah. So for him, this or I'm sorry, 2021. What am I thinking? 2021. Um, anyway, they're playing at Coors Field, Denver. Okay, This is the best team in baseball against one of the worst teams in baseball. An encounter in right field in the middle of the seventh inning left Acuna knocked to the ground. A fan ran on the field, put his arm around Acuna, trying to take a selfie as security workers tried to pry the person off. Another individual rushed towards Acuna, appearing to make contact with him and knocking him down. Acuna was not hurt, smiling and flashing a thumbs up afterwards. Myron, let me just give fans out there a piece of advice. Yeah. Don't go on the field. No. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, but, you know, and I think we look at his reaction, we go, okay, he's okay. And his response was, you know, n- no big deal. But it looks scary, man, like watching the, the video of it. And, and security's dealing with one guy, 
And all of a sudden, this other guy shows up almost like they kind of set it up that way. Yep. And it could have been a lot worse because in the climate we live in, Aaron Goldhammer, with so many things happening, yeah. uh, what happens if there's a more aggressive response in that situation? What if the security and police personnel on hand are like, wait a minute, I, I don't know what's going on, but I got to deal with the situation. And then it goes to a different level. I understand yeah. we see streakers and things like that. And we laugh. We all do. But this was some guys going directly at a major league baseball star. Yeah. And it, it's scary to me how vulnerable those guys can be even in those situations. I'm no lawyer, Myron, but I think that the laws on this need to get more stringent. And yep. by that I mean, look, I know a guy who ran on the court at a Cavs game and tried to convince LeBron to come back to Cleveland, like in 2012, yeah. 13, something like that. You know, you spend the night in jail, uh, you have a court date, but it's not like it's going to really affect your life that much. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I, I think that you got to up the fines and you got to up the punishment for a guy that knowingly and willingly puts players in harm's way like this. Yeah, and, and I think that that should happen. But I think before that happens, I think there's probably a better chance that security gets more aggressive. I know we laugh when the security guard tackles the streaker. And we're going, wow, this guy could play linebacker for the Bears or something like that. But those are really serious situations. Early on this show, I believe you told me, Aaron Goldhammer, yeah. that someone with the White Sox, a fan, had a weapon that they snuck in, and it went off. I mean, what are we talking about when it comes to games here and how vulnerable people are? Both the athletes, the staff, the fans should all feel safe. And seeing an incident like that, you go, man, that could have been a lot worse. Look, the net has made a little bit of a difference. But in the outfield, you know, that's not really there yep. um, at a lot of these ballparks. And sometimes baseball is the sport, you know, where uh, there's just a lot of open space with nobody in it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't – this is going to sound ridiculous, but the best sport for a streaker – is clearly baseball. Oh, because there's more if, space. Because you could, if you do this in football, there are a bunch of guys with helmets and pads that are going to annihilate you. Yeah. If you do it in basketball, the court's not that big. You're going to get tackled in three seconds, yeah. right? They got more room to run. I think in baseball, and I think, you know, we, we obviously can laugh about it when there's nothing serious that happens, but I think an event like that where a guy actually got knocked down, you go, man, yeah. what if they had decided to do something? The second guy they tackled – yeah. was going wild, man, trying to get away from security personnel. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this with Messi or not in MLS. He has like a Navy SEAL dude who literally walks up and down the field with him, uh-huh. like wherever he goes. I mean, Jeez. I just it's becoming a bigger thing, and I know fans are going, man, we can't get here anymore. We don't have access to this anymore. It's because of stuff like this. And they're going to push us further and further away from the field yeah. at these games yeah. because of that. Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Myron Metcalf, let me ask you this. Like, what do you think the conversation was with these two guys where they were like, oh, I'm going to go get a selfie with Acuna. I'm going to distract the security while you go and Like, I, I know uh, Colorado is known for more than just uh, being a mile high, so to yeah. speak. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. But what yeah. do you think the conversation was that led to them saying, I know what we should do. This game's boring. The Rockies stink. Let's jump yeah. onto the field and go meet the best player in the National League. Yeah, I mean, it probably started with a conversation with a bartender, right? And then they 
run onto the field, whatever they were planning to do. But again, I, I, this is not a streaker running on the field yeah. and someone goes, go tackle that dude. Aaron, they made contact. Yes. Ronald Acuna Jr. They got there, and if somebody, one of them had a weapon of some kind. That's what I'm saying. I think we have to separate because we're so used to being like, okay, hey, man, that's funny. Guy comes out, whatever, somebody tackles him, ha-ha. We all do that. We'll do it again this year. NFL season starts, we're going to see it again. But this felt like it was at a different level. And then when the second guy was subdued, I don't know if you saw the video, yeah. he was trying to get away from security to yes. get to Acuna. That yes. was the part for me that made it go, wait a minute, what is, what's going on with these dudes, I, I man? Mean, some what are they of them, up to? Myron, some of them, you know, like we've seen people for environmental causes yep. Let's say, yep. do this, yep. and they want to try to drum up attention and support for the cause that they're behind. Now, it's a stupid way because nobody's going to end up having a conversation about global warming. They're going to have a conversation about somebody being a moron. So I I don't think that it really accomplishes the goal, but at least that one I can see. Okay, I know what this person was thinking, and they did not have any malice, you know, in what they were trying to do. In this case, like I'd love to know, were they just lost and out of control or was there some sort of plan here that thank goodness did not get pulled off because we we have too many guns and weapons in our culture anyway you know and and now you brought up the story with the white Sox. like the more a potential weapon could get into a ballpark it is scary it is really scary yeah and and, you know now it's becomes does the next incident is there a more aggressive response right now that's the flip side of this now that streaker who maybe that's all they're going to do yep now security personnel go wait a minute we just saw what happened here yes let's take it to a different level it's just bad for everybody and then you know there are a bunch of copycats out there that say oh they they did it they got on sports Mm -hmm. center so blah 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 it's a scary situation canty and carlin espn radio and the espn app i don't know how angels fans do it uh myron i don't They are second-class citizens in their own city because the Dodgers are clearly the thing in Los Angeles when it comes to baseball. And then they've got the two greatest players of a whole generation, including the modern-day Babe Ruth, and they still can't win a game or a series or get to the playoffs. Jeff Passan posted, uh, let's see, this was uh, at 514, so it was just over an hour ago. The Angels have placed starter Lucas Giolito, relievers Matt Moore and Reynaldo Lopez, and outfielders Hunter Renfro and Randall Grunchuk on waivers, sources tell ESPN. Huge playoff implications. All can be claimed for free on Thursday. For the Angels, it's a pure salary dump. There are no longer any August trades. All they will get for the transactions is salary relief. Who gets the players is going to be determined by reverse order of record. The team with the worst record that puts in a claim on a player will receive him, and there are going to be plenty of claims put in from playoff caliber teams that need a starter, bullpen help, and bats. I don't know in sports that I've ever seen key guys for a playoff run just handed out for free on the street like they're samples at Costco. It does not make any sense. But what has made sense with the Angels? They hold on to Shohei Otani. They don't get what they could have received for him in return. Then he goes out and suffers an injury, which has changed his value on the market. But if he sees this, why stay, right? Like, if you're trying to convince him to 
stick around. I'm not sure that the Angels have made any moves to do that. I just it just doesn't feel like they know what they're doing at yeah. this stage. And the yep. last two months, I think, have demonstrated that. You know what this is, Myron? And I hate this guy that does it. Do you play fantasy football or no? I do. I'm not, a, I'm not crazy about it, but I play it. Do, have you ever been in a league with the guy that just dumps all their stars at the trade deadline because <laughs> yeah, they're out yeah. of it and they just yeah. want their buddy to win the league? Yeah, that's, that's, what this, that's what this feels like. And worst. you know what happens in my league when that happens? Kick him out. Uh, Commissioner Schmelk, who's the commissioner of the league, yep. steps in with an iron fist yep. and I says, can. no way am I letting these deals go through. Yep. I don't know where Rob Manfred is on this, but who do you want? You want Giolito? You want Renfro? I mean, those are good players. Man, you know, it's like, amazing. And like, <laughs> shout out to Commissioner, what's his name? Schmelka? What's his, what's his commissioner name? Schmelk. John yeah, Schmelk. Schmelk. Yes, yeah, Commissioner yeah. Schmelk. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what you need. You know, that's the kind of person you need in moments like this, you know, to, to put everything in perspective. That's right. He he lays down the law and sends yeah. a message. Free Giolito. They just oh, traded man. for Giolito. It's they just ridiculous. gave up assets to give away this guy for free. Like he's DVDs in the New York subway system or something. Like, what it's ridiculous, God? man. It's what a, is this? It's like a rummage sale that nobody asked for. It's, I, I, it's like crazy. It, at least at a garage sale, they put I, they're, they're, the, month, the items you have to pay for. This is just if you have, are you allowed to set out like an old mattress on your lawn and say yeah. free, just take it, you know? Yeah. And that's this, what, this is that a magic. It's in my neighborhood. It's a mattress you got two weeks ago, though, right? You, it's, yeah. not, it's still in the plastic. <laughs> they just, it was actually on the front lawn. You never even got it into the house. <laughs> and now it's at the room. Uh, coming up, how many <laughs> AFC quarterbacks would you take over Dak Prescott this year? We get to that next. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. Canty and Carlin are on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. 
our standard is win. Simple as that. And uh, we hold ourselves to a high standard and high expectations. And so nobody wants to end this drought more than the guys in this locker room. I can promise you that. It's never been about if Dallas is good enough. Will Dak Prescott, will he deliver when it needs to be him? Dak doesn't have to be an elite quarterback for them to win the Super Bowl. He just has to be good and take care of the football. With the roster that the Cowboys have, yes, he can, he can definitely lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. Which quarterbacks in the AFC would you take over Dak Prescott? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join the Canty and Carlin call-in line. It's 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It is time for some pacey NFL fun. We bring in the producer of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, Shannon Penn, to go through a list of AFC quarterbacks and to ask us whether we take them over Dak Prescott. What's up, Shannon? Right, and it's just for this season. Would you take this quarterback for this season over Dak Prescott? Myron, I will start with you. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, would you take Watson over Dak this season? No, just haven't seen enough of Deshaun Watson. Wasn't good in the six games he played last year. Uh, didn't look like the former all-pro guy we saw in Houston. So I got to see more on Deshaun Watson before I would take him over Dak. I would. Uh, I... I you got to take the off the field stuff out of this conversation, I guess. I mean, that makes me feel weird about covering the Browns every day. But, you know, if you're just looking at how well a quarterback has played over the course of their career, I think there's a world in which Deshaun Watson is back to being a top seven, eight quarterback in the NFL this year. Um, and I think he'll play pretty well for the Browns. I certainly think the Browns are expecting that. They're paying him $230 million, So I'd probably take Watson over Dak. Next. All right, the next AFC quarterback we're looking at here, Aaron, Russell Wilson. Would you take Russell Wilson over Dak Prescott this season? Now, uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson Russell Wilson might not be that far away from being benched in Denver in favor of Jared Stidham from some of the things that have been floating around in Denver the last couple of days. He's got to play well and play well early. And I think Dak is definitely more secure in his role right now than Russell Wilson is with Sean Payton as their head coach. What do you think, Byron? Yeah, after what we saw last year, I don't know if I'd take Russell Wilson over Russell down the street from the Denver Stadium at the barbershop. I don't know. I mean, he, he didn't really do a whole lot. He, he looked like – and I covered Donovan McNabb in Minnesota – that really terrible year when McNabb was trying to reboot his career, and he just lost it. Oh, my. Russell I forgot Wilson that, looked, it, that, that happened. That was bad. And Russell Wilson looked like he was on his way there. So no way I'd take him over You know who was great in Minnesota? Randall Cunningham. Was Randall Cunningham. Was, offensive was, MVP. He was incredible. Was balling in yes, Minnesota. Yes, would you take quarterbacks over Dak Prescott uh, in the AFC? Shannon, who you got next? Hi, right, Myron. What about Tua? You taking Tua over Dak this season? Yeah, I am. I mean, you know, if you tell me that Tua's healthy, and I know he's been working a lot on how to fall and, and trying to stay upright, uh, the durability is a concern because of concussions and, you know, something happens again, he's going to be out. I hope nothing happens. But if it's talent, skill, give me Tua over Dak all day. Now, I, I can't deal with the injury. <laughs> I, I just can't have that. Like, if if you're starting two at Tungvaloa, your team's upside is the Super Bowl, but the downside is one concussion in week one, and all of a sudden it's Mike White, Skylar Thompson that, time in Miami. That, that played 12 games last year. I know, but his injuries aren't, like, career-threatening in the way two is are. Fair? He's missed a season and a half, I think, over the last 
five years with injuries, right? I mean, Dax has some durability issues. Okay, okay, then let, let me change my mind then, because if both of them are healthy and on the field, I'd rather have Tua probably than Dak Prescott. So, Canteen uh, Carlin, I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We are playing a game. Would you take this AFC quarterback over Dak? It's being run by the producer of the show, Shannon Penn. Shannon, you got next. All right, the next quarterback on this list, Aaron, Jimmy Garoppolo. You taking Jimmy G over Dak this season? You guys are going to get mad at me, but I would. Do do, do you know why? I would because I know it might not look pretty, and I know the analytics guys would scream and yell at me for this, but I'm sorry, Myron. With two minutes to go in a close playoff game, I'd rather have Jimmy G at the reins than Dak Prescott. Jimmy G's proven that he can get it done in the spots where Dak has not. Myron? As long as it's not the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl, right, then Jimmy G shows up, I would say, in clutch moments. Overall, I'm taking Dak Prescott. I mean, if the conversation is about right now, Aaron, like right now, you can pick Jimmy G or Dak Prescott. I'm picking Dak Prescott going forward. Beat him in a playoff game, what, two years ago? Two years ago. But you think Dallas. he's the same guy? You think he's the same dude right now uh, after the injuries? No, I mean, I'm worried he's going to get hurt. I'm worried all these guys are going to get hurt, though. Next. That's the, yeah. All right, sorry. Myron, next quarterback. Sorry, 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 Myron. Did you have something? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I have nothing to say, which is usually my whole career, basically. That's basically my entire radio career. Now, do I have something to say? I can say something. I don't know how valuable it is, right? For some reason, that next came out so aggressively. You have no interest. No. No more Dak Prescott opinions. Next. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right, Myron, next quarterback on the list, and we're asking whether or not you would take this AFC quarterback over Dak this season, Myron, next quarterback, Kenny Pickett of the Steelers. You taking Kenny Pickett over no. Dak Prescott this season? No, no, no. Kenny Pickett ain't taking Kenny Pickett over Dak Prescott this season. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to watch his progress in the preseason. I, I do think the Steelers could be scary if he makes that leap. But I'm taking Dak Prescott over Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Myron, I agree. I'd take the Steelers over the Cowboys as yeah. a Super Bowl contending team, and that's a take that might surprise some. Yeah. But at this point, Kenny Pickett's got to prove to me more than, you know, a couple of turnoverless regular season games and a perfect quarterback rating in the preseason. You know, that's yep. Yep. I- I'm guessing whoever leads the preseason in quarterback rating usually doesn't win the MVP. <laughs> in this yeah, not, so I'm not yep. getting too excited about that. And then we have time for one more. Who you got, Shannon? All right, Aaron, the last quarterback on the list, Mac Jones. You take no, a Mac Jones? No, 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 no. I'm not taking I'm not taking Mac Jones now I I feel for Mac Jones because I wouldn't want Matt Patricia to be my defensive coordinator let alone making him my offensive coordinator yeah but um I just worry that the skill set is really limited like you're gonna get a guy who will just try to play it super safe but won't do anything spectacular whereas I think Dak is capable of a spectacular game Myron yeah, definitely. Uh, Dad Prescott over Mac. One guy we didn't get to real quick, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I'd have I'd take him over Dak, yeah. I would. You? I don't know. Really? I didn't realize I that was a question. I would have threw that in there. Really, I Myron? I don't know. Hey Myron, would you take uh, Trevor Lawrence over Dak Prescott this season? I, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a maybe there. I'm a maybe. That's the one of the, obviously all the Herberts and Allens and all those dudes, yeah. You take all those guys over Dak. Uh, Mahomes or Dak? Who are you taking? Yeah. You know, I heard there was like a, a segment on talk radio in Dallas last year about that. Like, 
you know, entering the season. Look, to tell you how crazy Cleveland talk radio can get, and I live here and I, I host a daily show in Cleveland. <laughs> we we did a poll after Baker led the Browns to the playoffs. Baker yeah. and Mahomes. And Baker won it. Yeah, <laughs> like, see? That's, fans are going to fan. Fans, fan. fans <laughs> are going to fan. Anybody want to take Baker over Patrick Mahomes today? <laughs> I don't think so. Up next, we've got a play of the night. Plus, the Giants have decided to name more than just one captain. They have captains for their season. We'll get into that as Aaron Goldhammer and Myron Metcalf with you. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Follow me on Twitter. You can. Or um, am I supposed to say X, or am I supposed to say Myron? You're a journalist. I was Should told, I say X or Twitter? I was told at ESPN we say on the app formerly known as Twitter. Correct. Okay, I believe the artist formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, like Prince. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm, call it uh, Twix or I'm at uh, Twix. <laughs> seating. I've been seating all show long. I'm at Hammer Nation 19. Myron is at Myron. Uh, I'm sorry. Myron is Met- at Metcalf by ESPN. That's yep. M E D C A L F by ESPN. I don't know what the name of the platform is. I don't know what your handle is. I don't know what I'm doing yeah. listing them off on national hey, radio. We, we've done three hours plus, man. You're good. No matter. It doesn't uh, matter what happens right now. Uh, okay. You know? Well, let me give you a play of the night that I really like. Okay. Right now, the Angels are playing a game against the Philadelphia Phillies, and I'm sorry. They just put half their roster on waivers yeah. in late August this is a team that the front office has quit and I think the players are going to not be far behind I like the Phillies minus the one and a half runs and I'd ride with Philadelphia tonight because I just think this Angels thing is totally done and the wheels are totally off give me Philly minus the one and a half runs tonight and we're just a couple days away we're going to be making football plays on college football on Thursday night it's time for three and out Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. I'm Eric Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. We're in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, and we get it started on three and out with a tweet from Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider. He says that the Giants have named their captains for this season, which is exciting. You know, congratulations yeah. to everybody who gets the the opportunity to be a captain of the New York Giants. Yep. Uh, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas, Darren Waller, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Bobby Okirike, Adoree Jackson, Xavier McKinney, and Graham Gano. How many so captains? What? How many captains do you need? That's twenty percent <laughs> of the team is a bunch of captains. That, that's more people than the Wu Tang Clan. That's a, that's a lot of people, man. That is that's way too many captains. Like what? How do you decide? Like, what's the meeting like? What's a captain's meeting? You know? You well, it's get consensus? 
Was that so, Congress, basically? You got to get consensus about There are 53 New York Giants. Ten of them are captains. I mean, it's just, it's just pick your captain. Uh, hold, hold on. Part of the idea of having a captain is having one person, you know, yeah. who you look to. Captain yeah. Kirk. Captain yeah. Picard. Like, there's yeah. no, there is no community. There's one guy. Yeah. Can you, you imagine know? getting on a cruise ship, Aaron, with your family, and... Ten captains are like, hey, we're all the captain. We're, we're all running. Like, what? <laughs> Can you imagine? Picard's about to be like, engage. Yeah. And that, uh, uh, what's this, the Klingon guy, Worf yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, is, is like, hang on a second. I'm also the captain <laughs> of this <laughs> starship, and I don't know if we should engage, sir. <laughs> Ten captain captains. Too. Man, I guess whatever works. I, do you need a captain for every game you think you're going to win this year? How many captains? I thought it was an honor to be a captain. Mom, I was no. named a captain with nine other guys. <laughs> That's the Avengers, man. That's too many people. It is. <laughs> way too it many is people. the Avengers of Leadership <laughs> Council of the New York Giants. Three and out on Canty and Carlin ESPN Radio ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Myron Metcalf. I want to know whether you'd watch this. Deshaun Jackson, you know, the football player who once celebrated before getting in the end zone with a touchdown or whatever he's known for, returned a big punt for the Eagles one time. Y'all wanted it, so I had to deliver. He tweeted at Deshaun Jackson 10, Z did, X, whatever. Officially starting my own series, Pros versus Bros, where you can compete with me and other pro athletes in drills for cash prizes. Yeah. One of the worst things a fan can say is, oh, I think I'm faster than you. I'm stronger than you. I can kick the ball further than you. Yeah. Uh, and I think this show is going to prove that it's pretty hard to run faster than even a retired Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. One thing I'll say is that when I hear people on Twitter say, y'all wanted it, I always wanted who want to know who y'all is, you know, like where the demand is coming from. Uh, but I'm glad he's doing it, man, because Pros vs. Joes was a fun show, and I think you have a bunch of people who think they're in shape, who think they're big-time athletes, and they're going to realize these former athletes are on a whole different level. Yeah. It's just night and day. I always remember the story of Scalabrini. You know, the White Mamba, uh, yeah. Brian Scalabrini? Yeah. Somebody would, at the gym was like, oh, I could take you in a game of one-on-one, like like a amateur, you know, like a pretty good yeah. guy at the JCC, but not like a, you know, whatever, at the YMCA. Yeah. Scalabrini just took him down 11 to nothing, blocked oh, yeah. every one of their shots, Oh, yeah. Hitting threes, turnarounds, going to the hole, throwing it down on their heads. Yeah. Like the average citizen has no idea just how good even the scrubs in the NBA and the NFL really are. And that's what I want to see. I want to see Larry from accounting, you know, come out and try to challenge Deshaun Jackson to a race. And then you know he's <laughs> going to tear every CL, you, you know, trying to do it. <laughs> But they, they need to be shown, man, that these guys are on a different level. I can't believe the Giants have 10 captains. They do. I mean, why not have 53 guys? We're all captains, you know? Look, man, all 53 commanders are commanders. All 53 that's, Giants could be captains. There that's you more go. people than like an Earth, Wind, and Fire tribute band. Like, that's a, that's a lot of people, man. Like, whoa. They have a minion of yeah. captains. They could, they could say Kaddish yeah. in the captain's room. They got like whoa, that's too many people, Brian Dayball. Hold on, man. <laughs> what? Like, you think that you think they actually just they accidentally saw the list of candidates 
And then Brian Dable had to be like, okay, no, everybody's a captain. Like he wasn't sure yet. And then it got word got out. Do you he think just, he named the first nine and he was like, you know what? Our team won't be complete unless our kicker, Graham Gano, is also bring, a captain. We need 10, man. <laughs> 10 is the number. Listen, we have one captain on Canty and Carlin. His name is Shannon Penn, and he produced it. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. We were in for the guys. Thanks for listening. Up next, Joe and Amber with Joe and Amber wow. on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.